People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Showtime. And it goes a little something like this. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. We want the bump. Give up the bump. I'll be the bump. We gotta have the bump. What you wanna be when you grow up? I wanna be rich. Oh, I wanna be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Hello? Hello, is this thing on? Hello? Welcome everyone to Moonshine, South Philadelphia. To the first ever Funkin' Fantasy. This is the soft open. I'll be hard next week. Oh, man, this is, this is crazy already. First and foremost, I want to thank Rich here, the owner, proprietor here of Moonshine, for uh, letting me use this space and uh, spread my wings here a little bit. I got my, uh, the, the godfather of radio here on my left, Tony Bruno, is, is, is here, my mentor. So I'm, I'm planning on letting him down often. You are you are an expected dad here, Tony. Hold on, hold on. You want you want to pod you up? There you go. I feel like an expectant father who just gave birth. Unfortunately, the uh, it was it didn't work. Yeah, thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. Well, good luck, Luigi. I appreciate it. We're that, all Tony. counting on you. I know you are, buddy. We got to make some money around here. <laughs> I'll continue to drink. You continue to talk. Thank you, player. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, guys. Uh, so this is what's going to happen here. Uh, every week I'm going to be coming here from Moonshine Live starting at 7 p.m. leading to Thursday Night Football. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a funky take on fantasy. It's not your standard fantasy show where we just give you a bunch of mindless stats. I don't want to hear about a guy averaging 4.2 yards a carry and how he's going to match up against his defense. I'm not the guy who's going to tell you to start Antonio Brown. I'm the guy who's going to tell you to sit Antonio Brown. I'm the guy who's going to give you the daily plays to help you get under the cap and get into the cash. That's the stuff I do. Uh, I'm going to have guests on weekly to help... Uh, you know, help you out through your draft, and if you get in a little bit of trouble, maybe we can find a way to trade your way out of it kind of a thing. Fantasy is a season-long sport. However, it's a week-to-week -week thing. 
Uh, again, make sure you are tuning in live to the show on Facebook Live via Tony Bruno Show. Make sure you're subscribing to the show and you're sharing the show. The call-in number is 717-363-8669, 717-363-8669. We're taking your phone calls, giving advice. Uh, Chris Harris of at Chris Harris Football will be joining us right around 20 after uh, to help you out with any late-minute late fantasy draft uh, expertise here. I mean, Chris is one of the, the best in the business. He's the only guy that I actually really listen to and trust. Uh, forget about the Matthew Berries and the Eric Carabells of the world. Chris Harris is the guy you want to follow. Uh, and he's going to join us at about 20 after 7. So if you, have any phone, if you have any questions, make sure you call in and you give them to us. Brian Martell, Marty 5000 is over here. He's call screening for me tonight. This guy, he is a tech genius. He is the wizard. I don't know what I'd do without him. Now, also, in, in addition to standard fantasy, we're going to do the funk part of it. And that's every week we're going to have the listeners versus me in something I choose as far as fantasy football goes. And this week it's going to be... 90s TV characters. So what will happen is is that the audience will have the first pick. You come up to the mic. You call in. I'm going to ask you to pick a player. It'll be a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex, a defense, tight end, and a kicker, just standard fantasy. But we're choosing 90s characters in television. I'll post it up on Twitter for the poll, and it will be the audience versus myself. And if the audience wins, I'll figure out something and give away to them. Rich, we have a few sponsors. We'll figure out something. Everyone comes back to the bar, and we're all getting fucking. All right? So I'm going to get it started here. Phone lines are already lighting up, but i got to get this thing rolling. So I'm going to give you a few players here that I want you to target in your drafts that are not going very early but can help you. That, that's, where, that's where fantasy football is won. It's not in the first two rounds. It's one in the middle rounds, one in the meat of the draft. So the first one I'm going to give you is Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin's come a 44-catch, 536-yard campaign that yielded only two touchdowns in Kansas City. However... However, now he's in a pass-happy offensive bottom in Baltimore. He'll be the number one guy there. Look for him to take over the same kind of role Steve Smith had. And I look for him to get back up to double of those numbers. I, I expect over 80 catches, close to 1,000 yards, possibly seven, eight touchdowns. You can get Macklin in the seventh and eighth round. He'll be a steal. Michael Crabtree, again, 89 catches, almost a, a little over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. This guy is top 10 in red zone targets in all of football. Forget about fantasy. In all of football. He's being drafted in the fifth, sixth round or later, and Amari Cooper's going in the third. It's the wrong way, guys. Michael Crabtree should be drafted in the third. Amari Cooper should be going later. Then we have Pierre Garçon, 79 catches, 1,041. All this guy does is Pierre Garçon puts on a helmet and performs every single week, every single place he plays. He's going out to San Fran now. He'll be the number one guy. Brian Horry can sling it, okay? He's not exactly, you know, Tom Savage out there in Houston. This guy can throw the football. Michael, Pierre Garçon is going to put up very, very good low-end one to high-end wide receiver two caliber, caliber stats. Rashard Matthews, another guy. This guy was falling off of draft boards, and now he's back on draft boards. I was, on him, I was high on him last year. He was in Tennessee. People were saying, oh, a lot of mouths to feed out there in Tennessee. It's a run-happy place. But I'm telling you right now, Rashard Matthews is going to be the number one out there. They bring in Eric Decker. Don't expect Decker to take too much of the shine away from him. Rashard Matthews is the guy you want to own in Tennessee. Mariota is kind of really coming to his own right now. He is... A, I, I will peg right now Rashard Matthews. You can get him in the seventh and eighth round. This guy will be a top 20 wide receiver by the end of the season. Terrence West, another guy, Baltimore. People are really high on Danny Woodhead right now, bringing him in here. 31 years old, Danny Woodhead, 32, I think he just turned. And hamstring injuries coming in hurt. This guy's a pass catching down. But Terrence West, this guy is almost a thousand yard rusher last year in a pass happy offense. He is the number one bell cow, and they do throw it to him a little bit. He's a guy you can get eighth, ninth round, your second running back. Because, again, people make the mistake where you go two running backs early because you feel like you have to get one. You don't have to do that this year. You haven't had to do that in a few years, but people make that mistake, and you give up on high-quality, talented wide receiver or tight end or even quarterback just to, be, just to sit there and kind of follow the book 
and go with the two running back system. When you can get a guy like Tyrone Twest or a Duke Johnson who's shooting up draft boards right now. Another guy. This is the first time you'll hear me trust a Jet. Belai Powell. Belai Powell will take over from Matt Forte some, somewhere along the lines. He is, they're basically their most versatile weapon that they have. They throw it to him. He had 56 catches last year. 56 catches for a running back is incredible. Another guy. Here's a, here, I'll, give you, I'll give you a quarterback. I, I know a lot of Eagles fans are going to like this, but Eli Manning. Eli Manning, 26 touchdowns, 16 picks. Eli's going to Eli. It's, it's going to happen. Over 4,000 yards. This is basically his best supporting cast he's ever had as wide receiver. Eli Manning will excel this year. He'll go over 30, he'll go over 30 touchdowns. He'll press for 5,000 yards. You have to deal with the interceptions. However, you can steal them late. You can sit back. You can take a few other players to help you. Eli Manning will be a top 15 fantasy quarterback. Put that in the bank. Then the other guy, I'll make everyone here in Philadelphia happy now, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is 16 touchdowns last year, 14 picks, 3,700 yards. Now he's got everything around him to succeed. Okay, he's bringing in Alshon Jeffrey, bringing in Torrey Smith to throw the deep ball. You saw what happened on the first play of last, of last week's game. Well, the first couple plays of last week's game. 56-yard touchdown to Torrey Smith. It's going to happen early and often. We'll see if Zach Gertz is around to, uh, you know, be there the entire year rather than show up in week 10. But I think Carson Wentz is primed for his best statistical year, which has happened to be his second year. But he's got plenty of offensive weapons around him. He should have no problem scoring touchdowns for you. And as far as tight ends go, C.J. Fedorowicz, 54 catches last year, 559 yards, four touchdowns. Will Fuller out for the season. Okay, Tom Savage again starting. I mentioned him earlier. Best friend for, for a young quarterback is his tight end. Fedorowicz took, took a leap forward last year. I, could t I say he continues to do so this year. You can get him late in your draft. You don't have to waste a pick on a Jordan Reed early, who I'm telling you to avoid, because the guy wakes up in the morning concussed. All right, it's not worth the headache. Pardon the pun. Now I'll give you a few guys that you need to avoid, okay? Just stay away from them. There's no reason to even draft them. Allen Robinson. I trust Allen Robinson about as much as you would trust Bill Cosby around your open drink. Do not trust Allen Robinson, okay? This guy is getting drafted in the third, fourth round. No reason to be on your team whatsoever. He's been on a decline. Blake Bortles is an absolute mess. Chad Henney is no better, okay? The Jacksonville Jaguars are turning into a running football team. That is what they do. There is no reason to draft Allen Robinson that high in your draft. Jordan Matthews, former Eagle, now Bill. Coming into week one, may, may not play. He's hurt. Tyrod Taylor, you know what? He's had a few years. I'm not sold on Tyrod Taylor. The entire Buffalo Bills organization is in complete dismantle mode. I can't even trust that Jordan Matthews will even be there by the end of the year. He may even be getting shipped off. Marvin Jones, another guy. Last year, I was high on Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones was brought in to be Calvin Johnson's successor over in Detroit to be the outside threat. He was there for about four weeks and then just fell off the planet. Fool me once, you're not going to fool me twice, Marvin Jones. Stay away from Marvin Jones. Golden Tate is the, the, the one you want out there in Detroit. It's a dink and dunk offense now. And if I were you, I would just stay away from guys like Marvin Jones. Latavius Murray out there in Minnesota, they sign him all. However, they go out and draft Dalvin Cook in the draft. It's Dalvin Cook's team. It'll stay Dalvin Cook's team. Latavius Murray will get his touches, but again, if you, if you take Latavius Murray, you're going to have to take him somewhere in the middle rounds. You're going to force yourself to play him. You don't want to get stuck doing that. Stay away. Every single running back in the New England offense, do not draft any of them. Every single week, you will wake up, and you will wonder, why did I start Deion Lewis when I, start, when I should have started White? It's going to be a round, round, merry-go, a merry-go-round, and every single week, it's not worth the headache. Just stay away from every New England running back. Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy's one order of beef low main away from starting D-tackle for the Seattle Seahawks. This guy, he gains weight like I breathe every single split second. Eddie Lacy is by far probably the biggest risk as an RB1 in this, in this entire draft. Jordan, again, I mentioned Jordan Reed. This guy is a concussion-prone guy. He's like the third 
taking tight end in drafts. I'm seeing Gronkowski and Jimmy Graham and then Jordan Reed go. I would take Jordan Reed off of your board, okay? I know it sounds crazy. He's a, he's a favorite target of Kirk Cousins, and when he's healthy, he's, he's incredible. But I got a feeling this guy's going to be hurt the majority of the season, and it's not worth it. Now, I got a few rookies that are not named Leonard Fournette or Christian McCaffrey that can help you out. Now, I put this list together a couple weeks ago, and I've had Joe Mixon on my board and Kareem Hunt on my board for a while now, but all of a sudden, injuries to Spencer Ware have shot Kareem Hunt all the way up to running back 15, 16, 17. He's a guy you have to go target. Guys in Andy Reid's offense, running backs, they're over 15 touchdowns a year. I think it's 15.1 or 15.2 touchdowns a year. Forget about the .1, .2. It doesn't matter. These guys get in the end zone. Kareem Hunt's a guy you want to target. You can get him in the third or fourth round. Go get him. Joe Mixon, the running back Cincinnati. I said when this guy got drafted, this is the most talented running back in the entire draft. Okay? He would take the starting job, and it just so happened Giovanni Bernard's hurt. Jeremy Hill's completely fallen out of favor with them. Joe Mixon, target him. Okay, don't wait till the don't try to get cute and wait till the fifth round. If he's there in the fourth, you take him in the fourth. Even if you have to take a leap of faith and take him in the third, take him in the third. If you're already loaded up on wide receivers, go ahead and take Joe Mixon. I'm telling you, you will not be sorry. So that's basically my opening little soliloquy there. And Chris Harris is going to join us in just a few moments. But I, I got I got phone lines already lit up over here. I'm, I'm going to go to the phones right now. I got this is Bruno's Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> was hey, how you do? Hold on, let me turn down my Brian Adams here. <laughs> it, hold on. You got Brian Boitano on hey, the uh, on the TV by any chance? How always, you doing, sir? Always. How you doing, you hoser? I'm doing fine, eh? With Bruno's Canadian hey, tuxedo checking in. Dinner. Just sitting down here to dinner. It, I got my hockey sweater. Got my poutine. I'm ready to go. Is it all denim, by the way? Oh, absolutely. There's no other way. Well, it says here for my call screen, you got a question for so, Tom. Hey, Go ahead. What's that? No, no. I, I, first, I want to congratulate you on your show here. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you did a great job. Yeah, you earned it. You, you did a good job for free for a long time, and now it's time to start collecting. Yeah, and, and by the way, just, just, to, just, to, just to, to piggyback on that, see this bottle of Vladimir here? Now, normally you don't bring sand to the beach or you don't bring alcohol into a bar. <laughs> But this bottle of Vladimir right here, which still has alcohol in it, believe it or not, hasn't disintegrated into the floorboards yet where it was being kept. I took a shot of this three years ago on Tony's first ever podcast. She's shaking her head low. No, like, why would you do that? This is what, this is what shot me into radio stardom right here. Taking one, I'm going to take a shot of this before I leave here tonight as my, uh, my ode to Tony here. It's just, this is, it's, well, I didn't know they did esophagus replacements. I'm getting a headache just looking at it. It's, it's so bad. I hear you. So, hey, so uh, I have some questions uh, now. You know me. I'm not one that likes to spend a lot on a tight end, you know, whether personal or in a fantasy draft. I hear you. So, uh, you know, w what are your top few besides Fedorowicz, you know, that you can get later in round 10? Later than round 10. Well, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because that was a question that came in for Chris Harris, who's going to answer that for me later. But... Honestly, I mean, if you, if you want to wait... I want your opinion. You want my You're opinion. You're better. My, I'm better. Well, You're my, better. My, my opinion. Uh, believe it or not, I'm, I'm still liking Antonio Gates. Who should be hanging around? Uh, Hunter Henry is, is the man out there in okay. San Diego. But, I mean, listen, he's a fan favorite, and he's Philip Rivers' favorite, and he's been for a long time, man. So, to, to, you know, the catches may not be there, but he's going to be a touchdown stealer. And I kind of I like, uh, like Antonio Gates. The end Gates. zone's in the red zone. Correct the mundo. I like... Uh, 
I like Antonio Gates to be a, a little bit of a late steal. All right, all right. I have uh, I have one more question here. Go for it. Now, usually I wait for late in the draft, but uh, my choice of defenses are pretty offensive. So, what are your thoughts on last round defense? And uh, sorry, my accent's going in and out here. That's okay. Uh, last round defense, and what do you what are your thoughts on the Chargers having a nice year on defense? Uh, the Chargers, well, let's see. If, if, if somebody finally gives Joey Bosa like 100000 in cash, which he asked for like every other week, this guy, uh, I think, they're, I think they're, this guy, he's, he's seriously, he's like the Ricky Bo of, uh, of, of defensive ends. It's, it's, it, he just wants to get paid every week. It's like, it's, relax, Joey. The, the, the checks are going to clear. Um, hey, don't we all? I like I, the Chargers defense is a nice little pick. Uh, believe it or not, man, St. Louis Rams, brother. St. Louis Rams. St. Louis Rams are a value pick late, man. That's a feisty defense, brother. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Now, Carl, before, what's it called? Before I let you go here, okay, you gotta, yes, you're going to be, you're going to have the first pick in the listeners, in the listener, for the listeners in the, uh, the 90s TV characters fantasy football draft. So you can go anywhere you want See, with this. I'm, I'm going to go against your advice here. You can, I'm going to go against your advice. You can go anywhere you want. Quarterback, and I'm running go back. Early running back. Early running back. Go ahead. Early running back. I'm going four touchdowns in one game. You're going to take Al Bundy? You're after me. Twenty-two. Al Bundy. You're taking Al Bundy from me. Four touchdowns in one game. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to stay. I'm, I'm actually. I'm going to go against the grain. All right. This is a PPR league. Okay. So I need a guy, I need, I need a massive reception guy, I need a tall guy on the outside, light it up in the red zone, but can get me close to 100. I'm, to, I'm going Cosmo Kramer. I'm going Cosmo, oh. I'm, take, I'm taking Kramer off the board early. I was hoping he'd be there in a second on the way back. Well, <laughs> fat chance, brother. Thanks for calling in, bro. <laughs> All right, thank you. Tony, you have a you have a, t a tuxedo in Canada running around. By the way, you got hose in all the area codes, brother. What time is it, Brian? We got a you got Chris coming up soon or what? You got it. All right, no problem. So, with that being said, hold on, we have more calls here. Let me go to the phones. I'm trying to clear the phone calls out early and often here. I have nobody's name right now. Is this you, Brian? Are you call screen here? Is that? All right, so I'm just gonna give the. Uh, what the hell have you been doing over there? You're not call screen? Yeah, I can't now. <sighs> this is an outrage, bud. All right, 215-520, you're on the air. 215-520, you're on the air. Hey, Lou, first time, long time. <laughs> Who's this? I got a question about, uh, about mid-range wide receivers. Mid-range wide receivers. Okay, go for it. Looking like Jarvis Landry type areas. Anybody that sticks out? Yeah, Rashard Matthews. Rashard Matthews. Rashard Matthews, man. Well, Jarvis Landry's going like the fourth or the fifth. Oh. Um, but I, I wouldn't take a Jarvis Landry. I, I think the beneficiary from Jay Cutler going to Miami in Gaze's offense is going to be Devontae Parker. I mean, Devontae Parker's going to basically become Brandon Marshall light. Okay. Um, I wouldn't target Jarvis Landry. I would target Devontae Parker, who you can get later. Uh, but if you're looking in, like, like I said, steel-wise, I mean, Rashard Matthews, you can wait on Rashard Matthews all day long. Where do you see Corey Coleman going in the draft? Corey Coleman is an interesting name um, because, I mean, who the heck knows who his quarterback's going to be out there in, 
in Cleveland in the next two weeks. It can change at any moment. So, and with Terrell Pryor leaving, it, it's, I mean, I know it's his team now, but let's just see how he, you know, how he, he keeps, you know, he continues to grow without that number one, that true number one with Terrell Pryor on the outside. Uh, tentatively speaking, he's worth a fifth, a sixth to me, somewhere around there. I had him slotted right around the, the, the Cameron Meredith range, but once Cameron Meredith went down, obviously he's gone. Um, another guy, you can even take a chance on this. I mean, he burned me last year. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, because of the injuries and he misses his entire rookie season, but Kevin White, Kevin White out there in Chicago, man. I mean, with Meredith going down, Kevin White's going to get about 160 targets on that team, man. I mean, between him and Jordan Howard, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be running ragged. So if you want to sit there and wait and take a guy like, uh, like, a, like a Kevin White and just put him, on, you know, put him on that roster and just, you know, just wait and see, man. If he stays healthy for the first couple of weeks, I mean, he can, he can play huge dividends later on, man. I mean, he's, he's going to get a lot of targets. Sounds good. Anything else? One more for you. Where do you where do you rate Jamal Charles at this year? Is he even worth looking at, or? Yeah, uh, Jamal Charles is, to me personally, I think it's going to be somewhere along the lines of a sixty forty split between C.J. Anderson and Jamal Charles. Uh, again, Charles, when healthy, I mean, you know, he's averaging over five yards a carry for his career, man. He's an absolute monster. The problem is, is it's the staying healthy, and that's why he's out in Denver now. He's 30, 30 31 years old. I, I, I forget which one it is. Um, but he looked pretty good in preseason. I mean, he, looks, he still looks quick. He looks good. Um, is, he, is, he worth taking a, is he worth taking a flyer on late if you're already kind of stacked up at running back? Sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend the top 10-round pick on him, though. Now before you go, Frank, do you want to you want to uh, you looking at him late? Do you want to uh, do you, you want to participate in the the days. listeners versus me '90s characters? Sure. All right. Now now the listeners who you're picking for now they already went running back. They took Al Bundy off the board. They told they took they, they just took him right underneath underneath my nose. Uh, so you got quarterback, running back, flex, wide receiver, tight end, defense, kicker. You can go any way you want. I'm going to go tight end. You're going to go tight end in the second Pam round? Pam Anderson out of Baywatch. You're going who? Pam Anderson out of Baywatch. Pamela Anderson out of Baywatch as your tight end. She looks like she handles the balls pretty well. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what, then. If you're going to go Pam Anderson at tight end, I better, I, I'm going to go ahead and scoop up a running back here because I went, I went Kramer with the wide receiver in the, with my first round pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take little. He's a little undersized. All right. He's a little undersized. However... This guy is a PPR machine, all right? I'm going the maniac from Melmac. I'm taking Alf. I'm going to go Alf at running back. Let's see how that works out for you. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. Thank you so much for calling, brother. Appreciate it. No problem. Brian, do we have, do we have Chris yet? What's that? All right, so while we're waiting on Chris, uh, uh, actually, do we have him? I'm just waiting for the nod here. Do we have Chris? Awesome. Thank you, Brian. All right, uh, folks, without any further ado, I bring you Christopher Harris of at Harris, Chris Harris Football here on Twitter. Chris, how are you, bud? At Harris Football. Come on. At Harris Football. I'm sorry, man. I got, I got 10,000 things written down over here. I got Tony on my left. I got ladies in front of me. I got beers on my right. I got, it's madness over here, buddy. I'm sorry. 
What's going on, man? I Thanks you know for. Me well enough to know I'm not too worried about it. No, I, I, yes, I do. I do know you well enough, and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. We'll get you on the big show. Um, so, I've had some, I had some people hit me up earlier, and they gave me some questions for you. Okay, so I hope we can get to All those. Right. Okay, so I have one for yeah. myself now. Just, just, just real quick, because now the news just came out that Zeke Elliott's suspension is going to get levied. Uh, any, any inside word on how long it's going to be? I mean, there's still a few drafts waiting to take off, and I'm just wondering, is he, is he worth the first, second-round pick? <laughs> so what's the news? I mean, I don't think I know the news. What's well, the, the news is it's, it, yeah, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get reduced. It's going right, to get reduced. I heard Schefter sort of, yeah, I heard Schefter sort of say, imply that there's a possibility he's going to get reduced. It's going to get reduced. And it's... I sort of I think it remains to be seen though whether he just thinks he's flat out innocent, right? Is the reduction maybe a uh, potential like is the terms of the reduction that he has to accept the suspension? And if that's the case, then we can say all right, well it's three games or whatever it is. So I mean, it's certainly if he was going in the middle of the second round when he was missing half the season, I mean he's got to be at least second round if not late first now. Oh, yeah, so if it goes down to two games, you're saying in, in, in like a standard 12-team, something like that, you can see him going 11-12, somewhere like that, like right there at the back, tail end of that draft, it's worth it. Yeah, doesn't, Luigi, doesn't that neighborhood make you sick when you draft? I mean, when I draft I there, I, I don't like anything. I know. You know? It's, I, it's kind of all garbage. Like, I don't want DeMarco Murray. I don't want Devontae Freeman. I don't want any of the running backs I can get there, I kind of am willing to sort of just let it all hang out and take a shot. Right. Are you sitting there like, it makes you sick to your stomach, you're staring at like, you know, Demarius Thomas down there at 12, like, do I take Demarius Thomas? It's so, it's so, it's so I sad. I don't think man. anybody's taking Demarius Thomas there anymore, but yeah. Yeah, well, I hope not. Yeah, I mean, for sure, it's, it's, it's gross. I mean, especially running back. I, you know, you can tell me at what point you think it's running back gets gross. I think potentially it's three, but certainly like Ajay Howard, uh, you know, at some point, I, I don't. Demarco Murray, Freeman, I don't feel great. No, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, well, I, I kind of like. I mean, I like Jordan. I like Jordan Howard a little bit. I mean, he's, they got to do. They got to do something offensively, right? I mean, I mentioned earlier about uh, you know Cameron, Cameron Meredith going down, and basically, you know, if, obviously it's been yet to be seen. But if Kevin White could stay healthy, this guy's you know poised for close to 175 targets, 200 targets just to him alone. I mean, somebody's got to get the ball out there. Him and Jordan Howard got to be the beneficiaries, right? Except can it work the other way? If we know that they don't have any aerial weapons, can defenses just all stand the, everybody, 11 guys on the five, five yards from the line of scrimmage saying, okay, Jordan Howard, what do you got? No, I mean, hey, listen, that's, that's... You could easily make that argument, too. Of course, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, so, so, Chris, so this, this, is what I, so this is what I wanted to get to. And, and like I said, these people have been emailing me and they've hit me with a few. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot these at you and just let me know what you think rapid fire, okay? So... Edelman's injury, mm -hmm. Edelman, with Edelman going down. I mean, that just happened a couple of days ago, but with Edelman going down. So who is the prime beneficiary in, in the New England offense now? Is, is it Chris Hogan, or is it going to be – are they going to try to fill this with, like, the running back carousel that they have going on out there? I mean, if I could tell you that, I should probably go work for the Patriots. Probably. I don't, <laughs> nobody really knows. I boosted Hogan the, the highest in my ranks. You can find my ranks on HarrisFootball.com. Uh, so he was the prime beneficiary in my ranks. I didn't go crazy with the running backs, but Danny Amendola wasn't ranked before. He is now. I think he's worth a late round stab. Frankly, I still think Malcolm Mitchell could be like the last pick in your draft. Uh, that, now that, uh, that was a that overall, was Yeah, I just don't think there's an obvious solution. Week to week, the Patriots change things up so much. Okay. Uh, so the next one is now Cam Newton. 
All right, this guy has a big letdown season in 2016. I'm seeing him ranked on draft boards quarterback-wise around the sixth, seventh quarterback on draft boards. Now, are you buying or selling or buying or selling Cam to have a bounce back from 2015 to bounce back to 2015 as opposed I, to 2016? Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm uh, selling. I, I'm not as high on Newton. And the reason is just the running. If I have to just rely on Newton to be a thrower, I don't think he's an accurate enough thrower, mechanically sound enough thrower to do the work. And I mean, if he runs like he did two years ago, then this is a wrong call, but I'm willing to be wrong. Okay, okay, because I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I look at Cam Newton, I'm just saying pass. Pass, pass, pass all day long. I, I just, I, I can't trust the guy. I don't see how he's going to roundabout go back to the MVP form. Just the drop-off was too much last year. I, and I still, even with the addition of Christian McCaffrey there, I, I just don't, I don't trust everything else. I mean, can, I mean, Kelvin Benjamin's looked okay, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's Kelvin Benjamin's rookie year. So I'm, I'm, I'm selling with you, man. I'm selling on Cam Newton. Um, so out, and then outside of the top names at tight ends, can you now? Someone called earlier about this. Can you give us a couple names of guys who'll be there late that we should be targeting? Sure, late is different in different leagues. Obviously, I like to if it's a 12-team standard or PPR redraft type situation, I'm going to wait to the 10th round and I'm going to sort of just take whoever's there. And in my case, that will tend to be Zach Ertz is fine with me, so a little local flavor. Uh, Hunter Henry is fine with me. I'll take the shot that he eclipses Antonio Gates. Austin Hooper, the second-year kid in Atlanta, is fine with me. Uh, just this is a great year to stream tight ends. So unless you're really willing to make a big bet early on a tight end, they're, they're kind of all the same, and take a shot on one, and if he doesn't work out, there's going to be lots of others to choose from on the waiver wire. Okay, great. And then uh, also, someone just chimed in here on, on Twitter, and they asked, what about what, 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 do, what do we do with, with Andrew Luck? What do we do? Or are we drafting Andrew Luck hmm. this year? Well, in a standard league, it just feels it feels like – you can wait and wait and wait, and if he's still there, it's worth taking a shot uh, because then you'll just get another quarterback. I kind of like to pair him with Carson Palmer. Okay. It looks to me like Palmer has a decent first month of the season type schedule where he's not playing any elite pass defenses, and then and then we'll just see with luck. But if you have to invest a pick that's sixth round or earlier, I, there's no reason why you do it because quarterback just isn't scarce. So assuming that kind of risk just isn't necessary. If you're taking him in the eighth or ninth round, if he's just lasting and lasting and lasting then there's obviously, you know, we could be looking back in October saying, well, that was, the shoulder was what was wrong with him. And now that it's fixed, he's awesome, right? So we could look back fondly, you know, once the season gets going. Okay, and we're talking with Christopher Harris at, at Harris Football. Um, so that being said, too, with, with Andrew Luck up in the air and everything like that, so I'm, I'm starting to see T.Y. actually come up draft boards a little bit. Which makes no sense to me. Can you make any sense of that? Why, why is T.Y. Oh, Hilton coming up a little bit? I don't think he is. I think he's gone down. He certainly went down my board. And I think in average draft position, he's come down. Okay. I mean, there were some folks advocating when, when luck was not an issue. Some folks advocating for Hilton 12, 13, 14, 15 overall, like very early, like right after the immediate top tier of wide receivers. And I don't think that's happening anymore i'm seeing him last to third or fourth rounds and yeah it, there's so much uncertainty that i'm not sure i'd even pay that price okay and do you have now here's another one this is from gary he asked is there any is there anything wide do you have any wide receivers that you're looking at that you're targeting uh past round seven like anything like uh he he mentioned mike wallace 
something like that? Or is, any, is, is, is that someone you would target in this draft, a guy like Mike Wallace? Eh, I don't want Mike Wallace. I don't want any of the Ravens. I don't want any Raven, period, I don't think. Really? Uh, just, yeah, Joe Flacco's one hit away from not playing. The offensive line's completely new. I am not interested in any of them. Okay. Um, there's like eight, eight running backs. Later, like mid-round, I guess we'd call that mid-round. I mean, mm-hmm. if Stephon Diggs lasts till there, love him. Uh, you know, I, I, a little later, if it goes like the 10th or 11th round, I would still take a shot on the rookie in Tennessee, Corey Davis. Cool. I love Corey Davis. Yep. I know we haven't seen him play. Missed, missed all of August with a hamstring injury, but I still think the talent, he's a top five overall NFL pick. I think the talent's great. And again, we could look back in October or November and say, oh, he turned out to be Michael Thomas. And if you can get him for the price of a 10th or 11th round pick, it's, you know, nothing you're taking at 10th or 11th has to stick on your team. If you're unhappy with it after three weeks, you cut it. It's basically almost free. Agreed, so, yep. Uh, I'm going to take a shot on a kid like that. And speaking, of, and speaking of Michael Thomas now, now, do you think that he can step up and just be the man there? I mean, after losing Brandon Cooks, do you think he could still go out there and, and dominate the way that people are saying that he's, like, where his draft status has basically been? I mean, he's, taken, he's being taken right there in the second round. He is. I mean, he, you know, they, the answer to that is kind of he did it. I mean, he did do it, but he, he also had Brandon Cooks out there. Year. But he did have Brandon Cooks out there with him. Right. I mean, but here's the thing. So he's the number nine receiver in fantasy last year. Yep. And, you know, you can make the argument one way or the other. This is why I call these crutch arguments. Like, was it good that Michael, you know, is it good for Michael Thomas that Brandon Cooks is gone because he gets more targets? Or is it bad that he gets more defensive attention? I could see it working out in either direction, and sometimes it works out in one, and sometimes it works out in the other. So in my estimation, I don't think you say, oh, I, I know automatically what Brandon Cooks' departure means to Thomas. If he's the total focus of a Drew Brees offense, it's a net positive for him. And, I, you know, I think... He was awfully good. His hands are awfully good. He's not the same kind of receiver as Brandon Cooks. He's a big physical kid, not that fast, mm-hmm. but uh, really tough in the end zone with good hands. I'm willing to call him a top ten fantasy receiver. Wow. Okay. And this is this is the last this is the last question that we have from from the listeners here, and they're asking, is someone just asked right now? He has the number the number three pick in his draft. Okay, and he's obviously he sold that. Johnson and Bell are going one two. He's tempted to take Mike Evans at three over Antonio Brown. Is he crazy? That's what he wants to know. He said, "Am I crazy it's for not, thinking Mike Evans?" It's not what I would do. Yeah, it's not what I would do. I mean, I think you would be. Dra- Evans was the number one receiver in fantasy last yeah, year. Yeah, yes, he was. Partly because Brown. He sat out week seventeen. Antonio Brown sat out week seventeen. Otherwise, he would have. Been of course. One. Uh, it just is so rock solid with Brown and with Evans. He had a massive volume in the first half of the season and accordingly was massively productive. And then the volume came down a little bit in the second half of the season. And accordingly, so he's a little bit volume dependent, even though he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. You can't call somebody who's going to draft the number one receiver in fantasy high a dumb person. Yeah, right? exactly. It's not a terrible, stupid mistake, but it's not where I, I have Antonio Brown as my clear wide receiver yeah. one. As, as, do, as do I. I. I did have now. I did have Mike Evans ranked above Julio Jones, though. And that's starting to happen a lot more frequently now. I'm starting to see a lot of people moving Julio below Mike Evans. It just isn't the way I would roll. Matt Ryan certainly got his weaknesses, but I think he's significantly more proven than Jameis Winston. I believe uh, Winston mechanically is kind of a mess and uh, will throw a bunch of interceptions. And 
if what Mike Evans needs is a bunch of deep, deep jump balls, you know, if I'm I, Julio is better at that. So you're not, if I'm going to pick, the, you know, from among those two, you're, it's a caviar problem for sure. But yeah, sure. So you're not smelling any, any Super Bowl hangover offensively for the uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. Then. I mean, how can you predict such a thing, right? I, you know, I, I'm not there. I'm just, you know, so I'm I, just I, saying I these, are, keep... these, these are the crazy whispers that, uh, that, I, that, I'm, that I'm hearing. And, and somebody just called earlier, and this is kind of funny, too. I, I'd like to get your opinion on this before, before I let you go. Uh, someone, someone called earlier, and they asked about, uh, you know, Jam- Jamal Charles' value out there in Denver. I mean, is he, is he, is he worth the ad? He's probably like a 10th round pick. I think it's fine if you're taking him in the back half of your draft. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a couple of plays in that preseason game against Green Bay where he showed a little bit of burst, but I don't think, I think we were sort of grading on a curve because we all love Jamal Charles and we want to see him be good one more time because he's same been thing, so man. awesome. Yep, I love him. I didn't see that, I didn't see that level of, of crazy acceleration, burst, whatever you want to call it, lateral quickness. So... And plus, I just don't imagine the Broncos would ever ride him hard enough for him to be super valuable for fantasy. Like, they know he'll break. Yeah. It just seems, like, obvious that he'll break. So, to stash him, sure. You know, I don't know how it's going to work out. C.J. Anderson's not exactly always the picture of health. Well, I mean, so I, I that... can imagine a world where Charles plays, but I'm going to say, you know, probably you're not going to get a ton of production out of him. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, he's Christopher Harris at harrisfootball.com, at, at harrisfootball on Twitter. Chris, before I let you go, now we've been doing our, our listeners versus, versus me fantasy draft here of 90s TV characters, and it is the listeners' pick. <laughs> so the listeners went early. They took, they took, with the number one pick, they took Al Bundy, which is a solid pick. I mean, the guy gets in the end zone. You know what I mean? You can't, you, can't, you can't argue with that. And then they went tight end in the second round early. They jumped up and took Pamela Anderson from Baywatch. So it's up to you. You can go anywhere you want with this. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, wherever you want. <laughs> You're honestly asking the I'm on, okay, yeah, no Any idea. 90s character you love, man. Give me something. No, I don't have anything for you. Sorry. He's got nothing. Chris, Christopher Harris, he's got nothing when it comes to reality, but in fantasy, he knows all. Chris, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it, man. And then, uh, I look forward to talking to you on Wednesday on The Big Show. All right. Thanks, Chris. He didn't have anything. Tony, you're, over there. you're, you're doing a lot of chatting over there, man. So why, why, don't, you, why don't you give us uh, somebody from the 90s, man? Because Chris, Chris, Chris got stomped. He couldn't do anything. I, I, I will bring you up in a second. Hang on. Hold on, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tony Bruno. By Thank way. you. Hello. Thank you. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's a beautiful night to not watch exhibition baseball or exhibition football. Let me just make that perfectly clear. Tony, you can go anywhere you want with this, pal. Where are you going? I'm going to uh, make my fantasy tight end selection. The tight end's already been taken. Pamela Anderson is off the board. No, I told you before the show but that I, I can't, was going to pick the tight end. Somebody called up and took a tight end. I thought it was somebody in-house here at Moonshine. No, somebody took tight end already. I'm taking it anyway. You can't, you're going to go back up. All right, we'll get put him at a flex. Tight you can put him at a flex. It's fine. No, not Brent Selleck. No, 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 no. I'm going to take Brent Selleck. Or Trey Burke. i got a celebrity tight end. How about Paul Lynn to block in the center square? Paul Lynn to block. <laughs> got to be over 40 for that one, I think. Ball in to block center square. Okay. And you have to remember the original Hollywood squares. Yeah, but this is this, is, is this 90s? Oh, was it 90s? 90s. got to be 90s. Come on, right, man. Uh, oh, don't you understand? Are you going to no, give me one no, of those? No, no, I'm not going to give you no, one of those. No, give me one of those anyway. <laughs> My buddy, uh, Classic Jeff, just showed up Oh, in Jeff's the house. in the house. 
Eric Cohen, one of our great, great, uh, great, great fans. He brought his Brock Stasi jersey tonight, which Poor we will burn outside when it gets a little chillier. Poor Brock, we, bar we barely knew you, Bo. I know. We barely knew you. <laughs> he brought his uh, Dickie Thon jersey, I think, tonight, too. Jesus, Dickie Thon jersey. <laughs> Tony, you got to give me somebody here, man. I don't want anybody. You got to give me a 90s character. Come on. 90s? I didn't watch TV in the 90s. You, you lived in the 90s? Come on. Who was Newman? I didn't watch TV. Newman's from Seinfeld. I stopped watching TV when, when MTV stopped playing videos. You know what was great on MTV? Remember, 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 remember Remote Control? Remote Control was great. Remote Control was the best show ever on MTV. Sam Malone. Sam, all right, so you're going to go quarterback? Sam Malone. Get off the bike now. Yeah, it was still around a little bit. Nah, it still stuck around a little bit in the 90s. They had some drag. Nah, that's fine. Nah, it's my pick. That's my pick. It's my pick. So, so far, the listeners have Sam Malone at quarterback, Al Bundy at running back, tight end Pamela Anderson. I took, I took Alf as my running back. I went Alf, the maniac from Melmac, bro. I got Cosmo Kramer at wide receiver. I'm going... No, I'm going to go. I'm going to take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quarterback. Now, I'm going female quarterback. And she's a killer. I'm taking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm going Buffy a quarterback. That's what I'm going. Yep. I'm going Buffy. It's got to go 90 show. You know what? Andrew, you've been, you've been snapping at the bit. Why don't you get up here? Why don't you give me a character? So we'll, we'll stay with this, and I'll go right back to the phones, because i got the phone lines lit up. So you got to give me somebody, 90s character. George Costanza. You're going to go George Where do you want to play him? You play him at running back? You play him at what? He's your man? Uh, we'll, we'll put him at running back. Now, we'll put him at wide receiver, because you don't have a wide receiver. Is wide receiver. Wide George receiver. Costanza. George Costanza. All right, you know what? Now, do I have to... I'll make the, uh, no. Family matters. I'm going to go, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm doing right there. I'm, I'm going full house. I'm going, I'm taking my other wide receiver right now. I need, I need more length. I'm going Bob Saga. I'm taking Danny Tanner on the outside. I got Kramer and Danny Tanner. I got, I got, I got, I got Buffy as a quarterback. I got two white wide receivers and Alf as my running back. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm doing good right now. How about my boy Dennis Haskins as the Dennis ha You want to go Mr. Belding? Is this Mr. Belding? I don't have a coach. You don't have a coach. In you can't start a coach in fantasy. I'm going to draft Dookie Hauser as a team. All right. Eric, you can come up. You can draft him in a second. But for now, let's go to the phones. Hang on one second. Because I got somebody here. I've got mad, mad knowledge in the 90s because this guy's stuck in time. What up? What up, Jose? What up? What up, Luigi's? What up, Bruno's? What up, <laughs> Moonshine Kaplan? Uh, Jose's a moonshine legend. And where's the bartender at Moonshine that gave me the Miller Lite, yo? The, mo the, the bartenders are back here pouring Miller Lights all night long, Jose. Ho Jose is the, uh, the man who destroyed the men's room. Because the Miller Lite destroyed him. <laughs> Jose, what up, man? Yep. 
Not for much. You know what we have tonight on the TV? What do you have, bro? What up, MetLife Stadium? Hey, what up, MetLife? Yeah, the Eagles are playing the Jets. This is the fourth preseason game. The, every game is being played tonight. You can forget about the pup list. This is, this is, these are guys who are going to be the pip list, the physically incapable of performing list. <laughs> forget about the physically unable to perform. These guys stink. All right, this is Foreman Mills special jerseys. Mm-hmm. These, if, if these guys are helping a team, it's not on Sunday. It'll be on, uh, on practice days. Are you, uh, you watching the mighty yep. Matt McGloin out there, Jose? No, I decided to take a break just to give you a holl on your inaugural fantasy draft. I appreciate that, bro. Now, Jose, you do fantasy football? Yep. I don't compete, but I do help others with their league. So you you advise? I help somebody win their fantasy league title four times. How many? (laughs) Yep, four times. You helped somebody win a fan, but no. you don't. You don't partake in fantasy, but you live in one. Yes, I appreciate that, Jose. Who's who's if you, if you got the number it one burns. pick? The, if you got the number one pick in the draft, Jose, who will you take this year? Fantasy football. Who are you taking? Ooh, man, you taking Johnson from from Arizona? You taking Le'Veon Bell? Who are you taking, Jose? I'll take Bell. You take Le'Veon Bell. I like your style, yep. kid. Thank you. So now, just to anyway, give... Anyway. What do you got? Go ahead. No, I was going to ask. So, so now, now, is there any update on what's going on as far as... Now, are you still retired or what? You still retired from terrestrial I'm radio? No come more. out of retirement soon. You're coming out of retirement soon? Uh, oh, we got late-breaking What's up? I'm coming out of retirement soon. You're coming out... For who? For what? For you guys. Oh, for oh, you're gonna come back to the show. Oh, well, who's that? You never retire from us. You just take a break. Yeah. Now, did you ever make it out to that debacle of a, co- of a fantasy fest last last week? Like to quote you two weeks ago. Have a great Saturday, yo. <laughs> I said, have a great Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, way to put your foot in the ground and say so, no. Um, um, we got late breaking news. What's up, Jose? The boss Ben Nahagian is out as program director. Yeah, I heard, man. He gone. Get out. He gone. He gone. Uh, I mean, listen, man. He, he gone. He, he, like Hawker. You know, I, he, listen, man. You know, everybody make a mistake in their lifetime, but he made a big one <laughs> a couple years ago, all right? He let somebody else go that uh, shouldn't have been gone, so. Without mentioning any names. No. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Jose. No, other so, than that. Jose, now listen, yep. I, know, I know you're a man who watches television. Yep. And you got a, you got a, you got a great mind. So we're doing the draft here. It's the listeners versus yep. me. 90s, 90s TV characters. Mm-hmm. Okay? We still need a running back, uh-huh. a wide receiver, and a defense and a kicker. I'm going to let you take two picks, Jose. You can go anywhere you want with this. 90s cool. TV characters. I'm going to go... You can go running back. Running back. Go ahead. Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Family Matters. All right, from Family Matters. All right, no problem. All right, so it's my pick. <sighs> just, I can go so many ways with this. I, I, how can you not? I mean, I don't know how you, how you can lose with this guy on your team. I'm going to go running back myself. I'm taking Chuck Norris, Texas Walker, Texas Ranger. All right, I got Chuck Norris on my team. I can't lose. Cool. Walker, Texas Ranger, uh, wide receiver. Jose's going wide go, receiver. Go ahead. Uh, 
I'm going to go, um, wow, wide receiver. I'm going, um, it's tough. Nicole Eagert from Baywalk. You going who? Nicole Egert from Baywatch. Nicole Egert from Baywatch. You know we already have Pam Anderson from Baywatch on this team too, Jose. I'm starting to sense a trend here on the listeners' pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's a Baywatch babe. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Let's see here, Jose. I'm gonna go a little unorthodox. I'm taking a kicker early. I'm going Balky Bartakumus from Perfect Strangers. I'm going Balky. Perfect Strangers. That's right, man. Oh, Luigi, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> That's awesome, Jose. Jose, anything else, brother? Other than that, um, you know, you know what we have soon in September, Luigi, other than Eagles football? What do we have, Jose? And I hope Bruno is listening. He is. We have hockey action, yo. Which is the one thing in the world I do not care about. <laughs> For the record, melt the ice, yeah. bring in the monster trucks, bring in the carnival, bring in the globe trotters. Hockey stinks, bro. Are you excited? Are you excited for hockey? College football starts up. That's right. College football. Tonight, I'll make a. What up, Lee Corsos? pick on the Luigi show. What are you gonna do? I got. T- uh, what's I what's, got Tulsa and Oklahoma State playing up in Stillwater. Okay. You taking a sooner? You boom a sooner? No, I'm taking Okie State, yo. Tulsa's coming in, and um, Gundy's coming in ranked 10th in the country to start the preseason picks. I think Oklahoma State's going to run up and down Tulsa tonight, up in Stillwater. I think Jim Ross has something to say about that. I come to see a man get his ass whipped. You know he's a big. Oh, you know, you know our, Oklahoma plane. Hey man, Jim, Jim, you know Jim Ross, man. It's, that's Boomer Sooner right there, all the all the way. Boomer Sooner, yo. All the way. Oh, besides, speaking of Jim Ross and the Sooners, they're starting their first game this weekend without Stoops, yo. I know. How about that, man? Stoop, he's finally gone. I thought he, I thought he'd die there. Now he retired. I know. I said I thought he'd die there. Is what I'm saying. I was like. So basically, Okie State got a shot to win the. Big 12 conference this year. Yeah, pretty much. How about our How about our boy uh, from Temple, who went over to Baylor? Matt Rule. Yeah. What do you, How do you think he's gonna fare over there? Well, he's got a lot of rebuilding to do after being marred with scandal under the Art Briles era, and there probably still is. But with Matt Rule there, I think he's going to establish something different at Baylor. Probably a running game for the first time in Baylor history since the Grant Taft era at Baylor. So um. I think Baylor's gonna gonna be ground and pound this time under Matt Rule because when Matt was here at Temple, they loved to run the ball. Yeah, that they did. The tackles. That know? they did, Jose. And they were successful. Well, Jose, thank you so and much, speaking brother. Speaking of Temple, what up? Go ahead. Speaking of Temple, real quick. Uh, what up, South Bend, Indiana? What up, Golden Domers? What up? Uh, well, we got to pay homage to the late Eric Parsegian, yo. Yeah, he won two national championships for the Irish from 765 to 73. Yeah, well, I'm not a big Irish fan, but I'll pour one out for you. Yep. Oh, and another thing. We got to pay homage to Raleigh Massimino. He passed away yesterday. Yes, yeah, a huge loss to the, the Delaware Valley. Raleigh Massimino bringing the, the title here from Villanova, 85. Beats the Georgetown team. Does the unthinkable. 
it's uh, you know he was that was a tough one to hear when huh? when Raleigh passed, you know. And not only that, it was April first, nineteen eighty-five. Yo, um, April Fool's Day, brother. Sixty-six, sixty-four, Dover over Georgetown. It's fitting that it happened on a uh, on April Fool's Day, isn't it, Jose? Huh? I said it's it's it said on April first. Yeah, it's that's, it, that's April Fool's Day, Jose. Yep, I know. Nineteen eighty-five. Got it. Got it. That's right, April Fool's. Jose, thank you so no, much for calling, brother. I got I to gotta no run. Problem, I, I, man. I, I just wanted to set the tone. Well, you did, brother. You're the man, Jose. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon. I'll call you next week. Yep, give it a round Bye. up for Jose. Uh, Brian, before I go over to this last phone call real quick, Brian, I, I got I to get my man Marty 5000 on over here. Hold on, hold on a second. This guy's been call screening extraordinaire over here. Brian, swing around. I'm sorry, buddy. This thing is uh, constricted here, bro. I got a long cord, but it won't reach. Brian. Yeah. You're a man who looks like he's watched TV in the 90s. Uh-oh. You got to make a pick here, buddy. Uh-oh. So there's three spots open. I'm going to okay. take two from you. I'm going to do two with you, and then I'm going to take the last one from the car before we hang this thing up. Okay. All right? What, what position? You can go flex, defense, tight end. I'm going, fl- I'm going flex. What do you got? Bill Nye, the science guy? Bill Nye, the, of course. Bill Nye, the freaking science guy. <laughs> <laughs> next! 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 All right, Bill Nye. This is tough, man. Do you need help with your pick? No. Gordon Bombay is still available. No. I, I, for def- I almost want to go Trudy from the Facts of Life. Who? For defense. Trudy from the Facts of Life. <laughs> that was 90s, right? Trudy from the Facts of Life. That's close. Nah, it's still 80s. She had some grit. Uh, I'm going Tony Danza. Who's the boss? Oh, there you go. I'm going Tony Danza. <laughs> All right. So I went Tony Danza. Who's the boss for my defense? Brian, you got one more, defense or kicker. I'm going to leave it up to uh, our last call to pick the last pick. What'd you say? You got one more pick, defense or kicker. Defense or kicker? It has to be one person. It can't be like a group of people. Because defense would make sense. You can go ahead a group, group of people because I'm going to trump you, but go ahead. Oh, <laughs> you're going to trump me? <laughs> um, oh, good times was 80s, right? Yeah, it was the 80s. Ah. You don't want to go groups, man. Uh-huh. You don't want to go groups of people. <laughs> you don't want to do this. All right, all right, all right. Um, who would be my... Oh, the... Come on, man. Seen, from the Karate Kid. The that's, bad, a, that's, the bad guy. that's a that's movie, 80s, though. Isn't it? But it's a oh, movie. Oh, oh, all right. Well, yeah, but that's 80s, isn't it? Or 90s, isn't 90s, it? 90s, bro. Come on. Uh, I don't know. Anybody in the bar want to give me a hand? What is it? Who? You can go defense or kicker right now. Bud, are you going to go Bud Bunny? He already has his dad on the team out. I'll tell you what. All right. So I got defense. What do you got? Defense. I got Dr. Sam Beckett. Dr. Sam Beckett. I like it. He's going to, he's going to, le- he's going to le- leap into the body of Lawrence Taylor. I like it. All right. Dr. Sam Beckett. So I can go flex or tight end. And I'm going to go... 
That that was my that was that was my pick. I'm I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm going Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap. That's my flex. He's my flex. He can do anything. He's going anywhere. Exactly. That's why that's why Eric that's why Eric Cohen on Twitter is one of the great All right, so we're gonna take one more phone call before we wrap this bad boy up. We're gonna go from uh, we're gonna go to Lou from the Northeast. He wants to uh, to make a pick. What's up, Lou? Yo, what's up, Luis? How you doing? What's up, brother? How are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good, good to hear. You're doing great, too. You getting nervous or what? Nah, man. I'm nervous. I don't get nervous. I'm never nervous purvis over here. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, check this out. I got, I got two things for you. Go for it. The second is, is uh, what I'm going to tell you about who my pick is for... Uh, you know, your little game. Yeah, oh yeah, you got to be good. My first one is. Go ahead. Listen, listen. My first one is I got a pick number 11 in my, like, my, like, good draft. Or, okay. like, I've been drafted for years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, so you're when kinda... it gets down there so much, it, it gets so crazy. I know, I know. And, but then it wraps around. You know, it's a snake. So so here's so here so here's what I say. So here so here's my advice with this. Okay, so here's here here's what here's what I'm thinking. Now I've always been an advocate for this. You do not have to go running back early. It's not it's not a necessity. And here's the reason why is because so many teams use a, a double running back system, running back by committee, what have you, right? Now you look at the uh-huh. you look at the first two picks in the draft, and it's going to go Johnson and Bell. Okay, so after that, it's going to go wide receivers. So why would you sit there and take at like 11 or 12? Why would you go? I don't know. Uh, why would you take like an Isaiah Crowell, right, or a or Jordan Howard, right, just to have just to have a running back on your team when you can sit there and take Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Rodgers? Because you want to know why you you're not going to be better at running back than you are than, than any of the guys in the first five picks. You're not going to be better at wide receivers than any of the guys who took A.J. Green or Julio Jones or Mike Evans or Odell Beckham Jr., right? But you can be better at them at quarterback, and you can be better at them at tight end. So you can at least dominate two positions, and you can fill in the rest later. Because later on in the draft, you can target guys. I mean, is this a PPR league or is it a touchdown league? Yes. It's a PPR? PPR. Okay, in a, P- in a PPR league, you can target guys yep. like you can piecemeal this thing. You can, got, you can get guys like Duke Johnson. You can get guys like Balai Powell for the Jets. You know what I mean? Like there, there, there are players out there, that, like CJ Proceis in, in Seattle, okay, who was basically their most versatile back. Okay, you can, you can, you can address this in, when, when guys are reaching for, because you took Gronkowski, all of a sudden you're going to see Jimmy Graham, you're going to see Jordan Reed, you're going to see Greg Olson fly off the board. When they're taking guys like that, and they're worried about taking Brady and they're t- worried about taking quarterbacks, that's when you can sit there and you can take the Kareem Hunts of the world. You, know, you can sit there, you can get a Lamar Miller in the third round. It's not sexy, no, but it's a good, it's a good play. But at least you're better. Than, you. you know what I mean? I you're you you're you're better than they are not. They're better than you at running. The guy with Le'Veon Bell has got the edge on you at running back. But you've got Aaron Rodgers. You've got the edge on the whole league at quarterback. So at that point, don't don't of sit course. there and just don't sit there and just draft for the fact that like oh I got to get a running back. There's a, there's 75 running backs. I mean I'm sorry. There's 175 running backs you can draft in, in 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 the league. But there's only one Aaron Rodgers. There's only one Rob Gronkowski. And you can be better at, any, at anybody else, at tight end and quarterback, 
And then you know what? Let them sit there and go, well, it's time for me to take a play. I, I got to take a tight end now. I got to take a wide receiver now. And then you let the next, the next crop of running backs and the next crop of wide receivers fall down to you. Now, when you're taking an Aaron Rodgers and a Rob Gronkowski back, back to back, and I'm not saying that's what you're going to do, and I'm not saying you, know, you should do that. It's just it's something that I would do. I would think about because when you do that, you know, you're looking at you have to, you know, you're looking at wide receivers that are a little bit more of, you know, of they're not the sexiest plays in the world, but you know, guys like Larry Fitzgerald, man, they're still out there, they're still doing it. You know, Larry Fitzgerald's still out there getting 90 catches a year, man. You know, that's the that's the kind of guys you're gonna hey, look listen. at. It's steady contribution. I'm here. What you said was very on point. Thank you, I appreciate but now, it. Do you really want to risk the chance of taking Gronk within those that, that it would be what the 11th and 15th pick? Yeah, because Gronk is Gronk. Would you risk that? Yes, because. Do you think there's a better player out there? No, I would take because at that point the wide receiver. Okay, first of all, who's the wide receiver you're going to take at 15? Who are you going to take? Demarius Thomas? That's what I mean. Like Demarius Thomas, I mean, Doug Baldwin. You're talking about guys that are later. Gronkowski's 85 catches and double digit touchdowns in the bank. That's what I mean. Like, you're not going to be better at anybody else. What, what, what he do last year, though? Gronk, when he was healthy? You've seen what Gronk does when he's healthy. Uh, but, but, but he wasn't healthy. But he's, he's healthy. He's been breaking down. But he's healthy. I, no, and, I agree, and I agree with that. I agree with that. So if you don't even if you don't want to go Gronk, you don't even have to go Gronk there. You can even you can even I, I personally think Gronk and Jimmy Graham are gonna be very comparable this year. So if you wanted to go Jimmy Graham, take Jimmy Graham. I, I know I know listen, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit unorthodox. Again, it's a little bit unorthodox. It is. But remember, on the way back down, you know, these other guys, they're taking also it's also, listen, it's also the 11th pick, yo. Like, it's not that easy, you know? That's true. Because you get a quick turnaround. That's true. But you also have to, and again, and this is all predicated on the fact that, I, you know, I don't know how your draft's going to go. I mean, guys might reach. You know, guys might make mistakes. It happens in every draft. Of course. You know, it happens in every draft. You, may, you know, maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe you'll get lucky and Devontae Freeman falls to you. You know, maybe a guy, you know, maybe you got to be the risk taker. You got to take Ezekiel Elliott right there. That's not a bad play either. I mean, if you walk away in the first two rounds with Aaron Rodgers and Ezekiel Elliott, you could have did worse. You got to wait a couple weeks on Ezekiel, but you could do worse. You can go ahead and target like a. We'll see. We'll see. You know, you could target like a Joe Mixon or even. You know, if you want to roll the dice big time on a guy who's going to get the ball almost every down, you could take Leonard Fournette. On the way back with a 15 pick. Again, you you might have to reach a little bit, but you're not walking away with garbage. Hey, I know, I know, I know. I hear you. It's just hey, like so, it, uh, that, that's a tough spot, man. 11, 12. You got we got we got one position. So it's your pick. You got the last pick for the listeners, okay? And you're picking the kicker. What's the pick? It's the kicker. The kicker. The kicker, man. Everybody's gone. It's the last pick in the draft, man. You got to. Go. I got a tight end to take. You pick anybody you want to go kicker. The kicker, huh? The kicker. You know what? I'm going with homie the clown. Homie the clown. I like it. I like it. Homie don't play it. Lou don't either. I love it. 
Lou, absolute pleasure, man. Thanks for checking in, brother. All right, man. Be Th safe, yo. Yep, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So Lou took homie to clown as the last pick for the listeners, and it's up to me to take the last pick for myself here, a tight end. Uh, you know what? I got to get a little cartoony here. Uh, I mean, I'm taking solid mass at this point, just the, just the guy who eats up the middle of the field. I'm taking Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Now, I'm supposed to be wrapping this up right now, and I got, this, this is funny now, I got Tony Bruno on my left. Legend, I got Miss Robin, who's basically like my on-air mom. I got Rich, the owner of the establishment. But literally, a man I haven't seen in two months just walked in the door. <laughs> and Joe Corrado just walked in, all right? Joe, get your ass on the mic. Come here. Say hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Corrado. What's up, brother? We, we, we've seen him live in South Philadelphia. Back from, high, back from witness protection. What are you doing, man? Ah, I've been busy, man. You've been busy. How you been busy? I've been here, but I had that thing. I had to meet Tootie. You know, I yeah, had that meet thing. Yeah, meet Tootie. A little, <laughs> a tiny little thing happened in downtown. Exactly, exactly. exactly. You look good, though. You look tan. You've been down the beach? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You've been down the beach? What's that? You've been down the beach? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I see you. Yeah, tanning bed. I live in Washington Township. Is the house done yet? Because we're supposed to be coming yeah, yeah. over for a podcast like last coming month. Coming over. Trust me. Of the housewarming in uh, three years when everything's settled You're in. still plenty active on Twitter, though. Hey, yeah, I am active. By the way, it's at Forza Corrado right now, if anybody yes. doesn't recognize his voice. Thank you. I wanted to wish you luck, brother. Cause you, you I know, appreciate that, From man. the day we met, I would never not Oh, you remember you this guy, right? Oh, no. You remember this, right? <laughs> Joe, is the guy, Joe is the guy who bought the Vladimir. <laughs> I did. I'm the guy who drank Ron the Vladimir. Schneider, right across from so I think it'll only be fitting if you were to open this bottle, <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah. and I'll take a swig right from it. Uh, yeah, you can take the swig. I'll I'm take made. the swig. All right. I'll take, okay. Uh, crack the bottle, Absolutely. Joe. Absolutely. I know the people who listen on the radio can't, can't see oh the theatrics God. going on, but Joe's going to open this. This is, this is podcast history right here. I'm getting right warm here. and disgusted right now. Just oh look at this. Look, let us swill around a little Don't bit. Don't take too much, man. We'll drive you to Cooper Hospital after Joe was the guy who brought the bottle, Tony, so it'd be fitting that he opens it. And I take a swig. <laughs> Here we go again. Three years later. I need Wait a minute. Pay, pay the, uh, play the Stooges sound. If I know you just did. But what sound is that? The drinking, oh, the sound. drinking sound. You want me to play the beer goat? <laughs> oh, my God. You did it. Uh, oh, Tony. It's gotten worse. <laughs> How could Vladimir get worse? <laughs> By letting it age. Jesus. I need some transmission fluids. Oh, I'm going so, to take this with me. All right? Oh, it's so bad. See, if it were colder out, we could give it to bums for Sterno. Yes. They could make a nice you fire. Stay, exactly. Stay warm. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, only wine ages with only wine gets better with age. That's right. Exactly. Only wine, only wine gets better with age? Wait a minute. What about Joe? He gets better with age? Joe gets better with age. Don't, my ex-wife wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, I noticed you tweeted uh, Luigi's original opening line tonight, which is brilliant. Which, which one? The, uh, the one about this is a soft opening, but next week yes. I'll be hard. Yeah, exactly. I, that was great. You like that? Classic. No Viagra needed either. It was, it was terrific. No fillers, home. By the way, Joe's, we, Joe has been <laughs> on fire. If you're not following at Forza Corrado on Twitter... You pretty much should shut down your account or delete your account, as I suggested Politico and all these other yes. hack sites do recently. Exactly. Yeah. And I will be uh, more available for podcasts now, Tom. The, the summer has been uh, extra hectic. Yes. Is it over? It's over, man. Is it over? The, so the solstice has Was happened. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> exactly. You know, every time I say that or post that, people yeah. like immediately say, the Germans didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. They trigger everybody. It's like, dude, the movie Animal House is how many years old? Exactly. Enough. So now, now this again. This was the soft opening. Now next week we'll get into some more fans. This is the hard opening now. This, no, no, the hard opening will be All next right. week. I'll okay. be I'll be here by myself. So we'll. Uh, we'll Congratulations, our brother. I appreciate I'm happy that, Joe. Thank you, man. You appreciate know that. It. Thanks, brother. Appreciate. You know it. That. I had to be here no matter what. Better late than never. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as usual. I can't believe how tan you got, though, man. What's that? I can't believe how tan you got. Uh, I, I know. It's you know, good to be on the shore. Joe got? was the only guy driving into Philly instead of going yeah, to exactly. Jersey tonight. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it was like War of the World. That, they were he's, leaving. That, he's that picture from the hurricane you see with the one car the one going car back. Going the other way. That was <laughs> me. Exactly. Like, we got to go back. For what? I forgot my charger. Shit. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, mean, I have personal get, Luigi under my breath in the I car. Got, I, yeah, exactly. Get out of here. <laughs> Great job, though, man. Joe Corrado, everybody. Forza Corrado. Which is every Thursday now? Every Thursday night. Right, again, this has been a bunch of slapstick this week, but, but every week we'll be doing different live drafts. I'll have plenty, plenty of calls, plenty of, uh, plenty of insight for everyone. Uh, you'll have a chance every week to win some fabulous prizes by going heads up against me in fantasy. Uh, you know, winning gift cards from Moonshine, uh, separate sponsors, what have you. And again, every week, 7 to about 8.15 ish, right around there, leading into Thursday Night Football. We'll give you the number if anybody's going to make any money back from losing in the previous week. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do the best we can. Uh, I want to thank Rich for letting me use the place. Rich, I appreciate it so much. Rich, get over here real quick. Say hello to everybody. Get over here, Rich. Oh, Ryan's been, uh, he's been pumping out the alcohol. I can't follow long, Joe Corrado. I mean, that's... <laughs> oh, nobody can, man. The man's so fat, he doesn't wear pants. <laughs> Rich, thank you again so much. Listen, man. This is awesome, I just dude. want to wish you luck. Thank Congratulations. You, brother. Thank We're you, happy to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, thanks for everybody coming out. It's good times. No, it is good times. You got anything going on in, uh, coming up this month or anything happening uh, or what? Other than the podcast, um, we have Quizzo on Tuesday nights. Um... Live music, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. This is about as much fun as Quizzo, just not as difficult. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and then we got the room next door for private parties. So Which I, I, got already got, I already got working later yes, on this month. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that at my buddy's bachelor uh, party. Especially with the holidays coming up. So. We have Tony yeah. Claus coming back. Tony Claus. Tony Claus, absolutely. We've got to get that in the works yeah. now. This is, this is the, the worst Santa Claus in the history of Santa Claus, right? <laughs> he comes down, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. listen. <laughs> what the hell is that, man? <laughs> Only the Santa that got booed at Franklin Field in the 1960s was worse. If there was snow, we'd have thrown it at you, Tony. There was no snow on the ground. Just because the kids looked scared for a couple minutes did not mean he was a bad Santa. Well, listen, I'm, it's, it's time to put a bow on this, on this thing, all right? So, everybody, thank you so much for coming out the Moonshine tonight. Remember, follow the, the show at F and Funk and Fantasy. It's Funk, the letter N, Fantasy on Twitter. Follow myself at LuigiCurdo22. Follow the show, Tony Bruno Show, on Facebook. Might as well follow at Forza Corrado, too, on Twitter. He's a heck of a follow. Make sure you're following at Tony Bruno Show, at Miss Robin Austin. And we'll be back here every single Tuesday, Thursday. And again, just want to remind you, we call it fantasy, but it's real if you believe it. Good night, everybody. Music and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.